Welcome to the Krug Show, everybody. Wednesday night, time for the call show. Kev's in the house, brought to you by Pig and a Pickle. The best barbecue in all of Northern California. Check them out in Emeryville and Corte Madera. They're open seven days a week from 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. or until they run out. Pig and a Pickle! The best barbecue in all of Northern California. Go say hi to Damon and Mary. We're going to be there Sunday from noon on. Stop by the watch party and have a lot of fun. Should be good. We're also brought to you by New York style Italian sausage. The only kind of Italian sausage this guy eats is New York style Italian sausage. Marin Autoglass. Let's not forget Marin Autoglass. MarinAutoglass.com, 415-883-3030. Check them out. Great company. And also thanks to Underdog Fantasy and Mojo Fantasy. And check the link in the description, and you can... uh, you can uh, use that promo code Krug, K-R-U-E-G, and they will match you up to your first $100. All right, guys. Happy uh, December the 13th. I was going to ask Kyle Shanahan, hey, Kyle, have you uh, started your Christmas shopping? And have you is Fred Warner on your list? But I didn't get that question out today. Did not. Got a couple questions out to him. That wasn't one of them. Uh, but I always love doing the call-in show. Why? Because Kev is... Um, part of it it's the fastest growing show that we have by the way um we should say Raphael 562 says like and subscribe everyone and he always says what's up larry what's up kevin what's up everyone there you go Raphael 562 always getting us rolling digital drew is in the house let's go let's go daniel brown says the best content from the hardest working man in the game all right All right. Well, we're fired up to do this. Uh, Yeah, everybody hit like and subscribe if you can. Boost the channel. Boost the stream. We got a bunch of people hanging in the green room right now. They're back there eating the food, drinking the wine. James T. Kirk, Frank Franco, Sparks Northern, and Digital Drew all in the house. We're going to do an hour long tonight. We'll try to keep the calls moving quickly. But before we go to the calls... Three hot, and I mean really hot, topics with the great Kevin Kruger. This is your show, Kev. Don't let us down. Oh, geez. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Um, I did have an announcement, and now I completely forgot. You have an announcement? Oh, wait a second. We're going to be maybe music. Should we wait? Wait a second. Let me get some more music going. What would be good music for? <laughs> I'll put the banner up there. Oh, wait, wait, the, wait. We should put up let's the, get the uh, banner. We'll put the banner up. We'll put the banner up. We'll let people know. There we go. This graphic right there. This, this, no, this, 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 this. Watch mm. party. That's what I said. I will be at the watch party. I, I just want to point that out. When he said we, he really meant we. I will be there. So I would love to meet some of you guys. It'd be really fun. Kev's going to be, leave that up there for a minute. Leave up the watch party. And we also have, um, there we go. Um, so big event. Big event coming up this Thursday. Maybe we should have some music with it. Maybe a little. Maybe a little. What do you think? I don't know. A little dance pop. You like that? It's one of the options we have. This could be the new music to the beginning of the show. What do you think? Can you go with that? I don't know about that one. Acoustic. Yeah, well, it's that, enough. Acoustic that's... cinematic. You like that? Yeah, no, I like this no, no, no. one. 
I like feeding the ducks. Oh, hey. Yeah, oh, look at that. Come to the watch party. 341 Cordon Bleu Town Center. Come stop by, have some barbecue. I was listening to some some nice music I there. To, I couldn't listen to that anymore. That was too much. It was too much. Who's producing this extravaganza? Me. You? Okay. All right. <laughs> I am. There you go. All right. Let's go to your questions then, superstar. <laughs> what do you got? Um, what do you so, got? I mean, is the bed made, by a, the way? It's made. Looks it's little, made. It is made. Okay. It's made. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a it's definitely a lull time in Niners news. You know, they've won oh, games. Oh. Now they're playing the Cardinals. You know, it's not it's not super hot. People are people, what people the big expect. mighty Cardinals are rolling in with Kyler Murray. I know. You don't, but you don't still, think it's big? People, it's just the, the numbers reflect. The numbers reflect it. But um, I think right now the hottest topic is just the MVP race. And I want to get your thoughts on something. So I'm just going to show you what Kyle said today when he was asked this question. Okay. And and you can be the judge of this. I'll show you right here. That's, I mean, you're trying to get me in trouble with those two guys. Oh, wait, just just for context, I forgot to give context. He was yeah. asked about whether Brock or CMC should get the MVP. So that's the context. Okay. That's, I mean, you're trying to get me in trouble with those two guys. <laughs> um, that's the only reason I wouldn't overly comment on either one of them because I don't want them to cancel each other out. Um, but if any quarter, if any non quarterback's going to get an MVP, I don't get how Christian McCaffrey can't. I mean, he's amazing and what he's done all year if it's going to a quarterback then i don't have to talk about christian i can talk about our quarterback and um i'm still as if his numbers is all you see then i think that solves it up but if you watch the film um then it makes it even stronger which to me is the most important thing yeah i mean well what's more so impressive that's, kinda, that, that's the question basically is Who's the MVP between Brock it, yeah. and who, CMC? Who are you giving it to? Who, who deserves it more, CMC or Brock? Just for some context as well, CMC has almost 1,200 rushing yards. No one else in the NFL has over 1,000, and he leads the NFL in stacked box percentage. So he's, get, he's facing a stacked box at a higher rate than anyone else in the NFL, and he's beating everyone else in the NFL by over 200 yards. Yeah, I would say it's... It's been CMC since minicamp that he's been the best player all year. He's been the best player for the Niners all year, and he's been the best player probably in the league. But, um, you know, it seems like it's a quarterback award. And and listen to these numbers for Purdy. I mean, 70% completion percentage, 3,553 passing yards, 273 yards a game, 25 touchdowns, seven picks. 116.9 rating. He's he's going against the Cardinals this week. In the first match against the Cardinals, he completed 95% of his passes. He's having an incredible year. So there's Purdy on that front. Then you get McCaffrey, who's, who's run for 1,177 yards, 5-2 a carry, uh, 12 touchdowns. He's averaging 90.5 rushing yards per game. Um. He's really spectacular. And then as a receiver, he's caught 63 b- more balls for 43, 437 yards, averaging 33.6 yards a game. 
So, yeah, I mean, McCaffrey is averaging about 123 total yards per game, 124 yards per game. So I, I probably lean towards Christian, but it seems like it's a quarterback award. And I do think if Brock plays big on um, Christmas night, national TV against, uh, against Lamar Jackson, big audience, and also, you know, has big, you know, very productive games against Washington and Arizona, two teams that are real limited in their pass defense. Um, I think it could be his. I think it could be his. I mean, you know, Arizona is 23rd in the NFL in defense. They're 30th against the run, 13th against the pass. Um, but, you know, I mean, the, 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 these are teams that he could put up big numbers against. So it's, I mean, I, I would probably vote for McCaffrey right now, but if Purdy has, if Purdy finishes with a huge month and has a big uh, national TV game against the, against the uh, Ravens and they wind up putting 30 or 40 on the Ravens defense and he beats Lamar head to head, I think it's probably going to go to Purdy. What do you think? I think it'll go to Purdy as well. I think Chris McCaffrey deserves it more. I think I think if you were to look, if you were to scan the league and look around the league and say, you know, who who's having the most impressive season right now? I I, th- I think it's hard not to say it's either Tyree Kill or Christian McCaffrey, and it's only because it's a quarterback award that they won't win it. But I mean, to ba- basically to win the MVP as a non-quarterback, you basically have to have an an absurd season, and Christian McCaffrey's going to have a good season, but I don't know if he's going to have an absurd season. Because I'm looking at Adrian Peterson, his MVP season, he had he had almost 2,100 yards, averaging 131 yards a game. That's absurd. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, ESPN projects Chris McCaffrey to get around 1,500 yards this season. So we're talking about an additional 500 yards um, of, from scrimmage. So again, most deserving, I'd say CMC. Who's likely to get it? I'd say probably Brock Purdy. Cosmin Cozy Codes says the at the Krug Show. I hope you do a Draymond video tonight. You did. It's out. I already did a Draymond video tonight. It's already out. It's out there for you to uh, check out right now, Cosmin. You ask, Cosmin, you shall receive. All right, Kev, question number two. What are we going with? All right. Um, just a little bit more to to a little bit expand on what we were just talking about. Um, Dak Prescott is kind of the guy that is paired with Brock Purdy. And I think it would be kind of an interesting exercise to just compare the two. What okay. do, what do you, what's your opinion of, of Dak Prescott? He's the guy that's paired up with Brock Purdy as the two top MVP candidates. Um, you know, he's obviously having... He's obviously having his best season of his career. He's already, he already has over 3,500 yards. He has 28 touchdowns, six interceptions, just under 70% completion percentage. Uh, but there's one there's one statistic I saw, and I apologize because it doesn't look it doesn't it looks a little funky. But I'll, here, let me just pull this up real quick. This is this is Dak Prescott against winning teams. This is where his downfall is. His against winning teams, he's 0-2, four touchdowns, three interceptions. His passer rating obviously dips low. And where Brock Purdy, on the other hand, is four and one, nine point one yards per pass attempt, 
has one interception, 14 touchdowns. So that's kind of that's kind of where they separate. What what's your opinion on the on the pairing? Well, I mean, okay, there's um first of all, the Brock's got better numbers, right? Doesn't he have better numbers across the board here? Um, for the season, for the regular season, Brock's completed 70%. And if you look at Dak, Dak has completed 68, 69%. So Dak's got 28 touchdowns and six picks. Um, Purdy, what's Purdy? Purdy's at, Purdy's at 20. Oh, no, he's at, what is he at? 38? No, that's career. No, that's not possible. He's 25 touchdowns, seven picks. So they're basically the same. Brock's got a 116.9 rating, quarterback rating, and Dak's got a 107.5 quarterback rating. When they played head-to-head, Purdy threw for four touchdowns and no picks, and Prescott threw three picks, and his team got drubbed. Um, Now, granted, he was going against the better defense, but Dallas's defense is also pretty good. So, I don't know. I mean, um, McCa- I mean, why Purdy's got some edges. Prescott's got some edges. Um, Prescott, I think, has really been good this year from the standpoint he's taking better care of the ball. They're not driving it as far down the field. They're taking more about what the defense gives them. He's running more. So he's got he's got an explosive team for sure. Pollard is is their one back. They use a little bit of Rico Dowdell, uh, but he's got Ceedee Lamb, Jake Ferguson, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, and Pollard out of the backfield. A little bit of Jalen Tolbert, a little bit of the rookie tight end Shoemaker. Uh, Turpin will mix in there. Um, I mean, I think Purdy's got better weapons. I think Dak's got a better O line. Uh, I think. Purdy's got a better play caller. I'd probably give the edge to Brock, to be honest. Slight edge. I don't know. I mean, how do you not give Brock the edge? They played head-to-head, and Brock's team destroyed Prescott's team, and Brock outplayed him. And the numbers are comparable. If the numbers weren't comparable, then I would say, yeah, come on, don't put too much in the head-to-head. But how do you not have the head-to-head be a deciding factor when the numbers are very comparable? They basically, statistically, had almost an identical season. Yeah. No, I think you're mm-hmm. right. I uh, I think, uh, I mean, Dak and Brock got kind of, uh, they got kind of grouped into the, you saw the Cam Newton thing. They, what Cam Newton was uh, kind of disparaging both of them. I thought the funny thing with that is that uh, yeah, a lot Dak, of people were. Goff, Tua, and Purdy all were called game managers by cam newton who you a lot of the yeah a lot of the defense came to you know brock purdy and dax side but no one was really arguing for uh jared goff (laughs) like all all the the people that brought that up that no one was like how could you say that about jared goff like no one was really saying that i thought that was kind of funny and why what makes you know i mean jared goff may not be an elite quarterback but why is he a system quarterback? And what is a system quarterback? Can we define that? To me, it seems like a coverall blanket statement that ignorant people make to just say you're lesser. It's just you're lesser. Because what Jared Goff's a big guy with stature who can throw you throw the ball down the field. You know, he's not some he's in and Brock Purdy, if you you know, I know 
uh, it's kind of a pain to actually watch these games. So then you actually know what's going on, but he might be a smallish guy, but this guy takes shots down the field and leads the NFL in yards per attempt. Yeah. So uh, this whole idea yeah. that, that Brock's throwing it underneath and capitalizing on yard, yards after the catch, you debunk that yourself, Kev, with your tweet last week, right? Yards after the catch? That wasn't me. But I think yeah. I saw that. It, it was the tweet that said basically it like might have been a Lombardi his, tweet. It was like his yards per attempt before yards after the catch is still higher than like I think highest in the league. Was we get a couple supers in here. Daza says it's a quarterback award. Why call it MVP? Why not call it the quarterback MVP? It should be either Tyreek Hill or Christian McCaffrey. And G code travels vlog says is Farhan a big reason why free agents don't sign with the giants. I don't think so. I think it has more to do with California, California's taxes, the image of San Francisco to, uh, you know, wives of baseball players who often come from the South, Florida, Arizona, more conservative markets. They're, they don't want to be in San Francisco because it's not a conservative market. There's been a lot of bad pub about San Francisco. A lot of it's true, but uh, there's been a lot of bad pub. And I think that's, that's, that's a big reason why. Um, and I think Buster talked about it yesterday and I think it's true. You know, the giants are having a hard time signing people because wives of baseball players see these stories about feces and homeless and and how dirty the city is and how it's going backwards and all the drug use and the fentanyl and everything else and they're just like uh you know what i need to have a lot more money to go there and uh, the giants are probably offering market rate and they're striking out so that's kind of what's going on there um kev another topic before we go to the lines Two more. One's quick though. Okay. This is a tr- this is a trending tweet right here, and ah, I hate that I'm I'm showing you this, but it was it was sent to me today from a couple people, and I just okay. feel like I have to show you this. Oh no! This is this is the classic comparison for Brock Purdy. Oh, here Jimmy we go. G through 14 games in 2019. Take a look at the stats. You make it pretty similar. Because all, all we can ever think about is is the 49ers' last quarterback. We can't ever think about any other quarterbacks. But nevertheless, here's Jimmy G through 14 games last season versus Brock Purdy. I can barely read that. It's 25 touchdowns. Twenty Both have 25. Uh, Jimmy's got 11 inter- interceptions. Brock has seven. Does that sound right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brock's got better numbers. percent for Brock. Yeah. So they're, they're Brock's basically got better numbers hmm, across the board. Yeah. Yeah. The record is slightly higher for Jimmy. That's that's but they're they're close. They're all close numbers. Now this is all just it's all like almost it's all moot to even bring this up because they're not even the same. They're not even playing the same way. But what's your take on it? What that they have similar numbers or what? What do you what, yeah. what do you mean? What's my take? Yeah. Um Jimmy operated the system in at a really high level, and I don't think Jimmy's a terrible quarterback. I just think Brock's a better quarterback. I think he's he's he, Brock is is can throw with anticipation. Brock drives the ball down the field. Brock's more accurate. Brock's quicker to get away from the rush. Brock is calmer. I think he keeps his head and wits about him in the game better. Um, Brock's just better. I think he's smarter. I think he works at it more. 
Um, I think he's a better quarterback. Yeah. Now, uh, my first reaction to this was because it, it's it's it was sent from friends that are like, "Oh, gotcha." But it's my reaction to that is, "Hey, gotcha Jimmy to what?" G- got- I, I don't or, know. I mean, it wasn't really like it's. It, this is this is a week. Gotcha, argument. meaning Brock sucks because Jimmy right now is not very good. Or guess, is it I basically mean, like saying Shanahan's making both guys? It doesn't matter. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Essentially. Essentially, is. it's kind of one of the. It's it's a system quarterback argument, right? Because Jimmy wasn't very good with the Raiders. But my argument to that was, hey, Jimmy was good in 2019. I, I don't care what you tell me. That was the that was prime Jimmy Garoppolo. The best we ever saw from Jimmy Garoppolo was that 2019 season. And he had Jimmy Garoppolo had games where I was actually impressed like that. That 2019 game against the Saints where they scored 45 and he threw a deep ball to Emmanuel Sanders for a touchdown uh, and the George Kittle dragging defender like that game was a good game. And I thought Jimmy Jimmy had good games in 2019. Like, don't don't that might have been the aberration, to be honest. You know, I mean, I mean, though, well, I mean. Uh, Garoppolo won a lot of good, a lot of games, but that was probably the one game that people always refer to when they talk about, you know, his potential, his upside, what he was capable of. Remember that New Orleans game? It's like you know how many people have harkened back to that game through the last couple of years. I mean, well, no, I that was yeah, an incredible I, game. He he had he had another he had another he had another good game. He had other good games. He didn't he didn't play well in the playoffs. That's for sure. I don't I, I remember yeah. that he he wasn't. He was no passer in the playoffs, but during the regular season, he definitely he was decent. He definitely decent. he was decent. Not as good as Brock. Uh, um, all right. Question number three. Four. Four. Uh Four. last one. It's about this is what the stream is titled. Can the Niners stop the Cardinals? The Niners have played the Cardinals once this year. They played well. Purdy played almost perfect in that game. He had almost a perfect, he almost had a perfect game throwing in completions. He had like a 95% completion percentage. But specifically on the defensive side of the ball, the Niners defense is going against Kyler Murray. And, you know, Kyler Murray isn't isn't the best quarterback in the NFL, but he's a different quarterback. He's a fast quarterback. He's elite. He has elite quickness. Uh, is there any concerns you think with the 49ers uh, and a potentially, you know, somewhat banged up defense facing Kyler Murray? I mean, the Niners are number one in the NFL in points allowed. On defense, they're giving up 15.8 points a game. They're seventh in total D, number one in rush D, number 16 in pass D, seventh in sacks, first in picks. Niners have 17 interceptions. Niners are first in turnover differential. So then you look at Arizona offensively and you're like, what are, what do they look like? Well, they're 26th in points per game. They score 17 a game. They're 26th in total offense. They're ninth rushing offense. They've got the 30th rated passing offense. They only throw for 172 a game. Then you look at their depth chart and you're like, wait a second, they're all hurt. They've got a, their receivers. They got a bunch of receivers that are hurt in this game. So is Michael Wilson going to play? I don't know. I don't know if Michael Wilson's going to play. So that's that's a big one for them. Um, that's that's really one of the big questions I think going into this, you know, into Thursday. Which is is Mike is Marquise Hollywood Brown going to play? Is Michael Wilson going to play? Is Zach Pascal going to play? All three of those guys are hurt. Um, and then on defense, Buda Baker is back, so we're going to get a, a George Kittle Buda Baker deal. But um, they don't have much defense, so I I think the 49ers, you know, they've got to uh, they got to stop Kyler from 
from just burning him on third down and running for first downs. And he's his own guy. I mean, it's like he's a really, really difficult guy to corral. But in some ways, I think it'll be a great proving ground for Christmas night against Lamar, because if you want to gear up to stop Lamar um, and, a, and a quarterback who's super athletic and can make plays in the open field, and you're looking for somebody the week before to get you ready, isn't Kyler almost the perfect blueprint? Now, we'll see if the Niners can stand up and tackle him. You got to, you know, if you if you uh, don't break down and keep a wide base and you don't break down well against Kyler, he'll embarrass you. I mean, he absolutely will embarrass you. Uh, you'll 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 whiff. You'll be grabbing air. Um, so breaking down well and making him commit to a direction and then tackling him is the way to go. And it's just easier said than done. Yeah, you're 100 right. It, it definitely definitely is an interesting thing. They're facing two very quick, very fast quarterbacks over the course of the next two weeks, and this game, this game is more of a, you know, the Niners are favored by 12 and a half points. It's, it's a little bit more of a, you know, just get through the week, get the win, move on. But yeah, next week is the next week is the biggest game rest in the rest of the season, right? It's, it's Baltimore on Christmas. So this is good preparation for that game. Arizona's playing hard though. Um, and Connor's a big back. Murray's incredibly tar- hard to, uh, to tackle. Trey McBride is one of the most underrated tight ends in the entire NFL. And then um, Rondale Moore is the, one of the fastest little receivers in the league. So I mean, they can beat you with big plays. If you turn it over, uh, they're playing, you know, opportunistic football. You know, they're Gannon is, is it will take shots. He'll gamble. He'll onside kick. He'll try to steal a possession. So there, this is not going to be an easy game, but the 49ers tend to play well on the road. It seems like there. And, um, it's going to be 61% of the fans are going to be rooting for the Niners. So, Yeah, and I'm looking right now. Marquise Brown, Michael Wilson, and Zach Pascal all are listed as injured. So that would leave them with Greg Dortch and Rondell Moore on their depth chart in terms of wide receivers. I don't see anyone else on their depth chart. So I'm not sure who's going to be playing uh, the wide receiver position. They have a lot of injuries there. Yeah, seriously. I mean, a lot of injuries. So, I mean, it's... That's that's the big question going into this game. All right, ready for the calls? Let's do it. Who's first? Put them up. James T. Kirk. Oh, James T. Kirk, what's up? I got to be on it, man. I got to get on it here. It's such an honor to be on your platform, Larry. Appreciate Kevin. you, man. Coast to coast, worldwide, right border here. Border to border. Yes. <laughs> Larry, I want to give you a story. A 49er fandom. Okay, let's hear it. Wow. Right? Like I mentioned. Hopefully it's like a short story. Like, a, you know. Yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> it's short. I'll make In it In the beginning, spot. there was the. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> but okay. I mentioned last time, you know, I was born and raised in the Bay Area. My family has lived in the Bay Area for generations. I, I no longer live in the Bay Area, but, you know, I go back there all the time. You but seem remarkably happy. You seem like you've been over able to overcome the fact that you're no longer here. Yeah, yeah. I don't miss the crime, the filth, you know, the the homelessness. We can bring some by. Should, at all. We can all the things that attra- all the things. Should we that drop off okay, some? Okay. Should we drop off some crime and filth on you? Uh, <laughs> would you like to just? Now, <laughs> we, 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 yeah, right. we have extra. 
so my grandfather's brother, right? So okay. what is that? My great uncle, right? right. My great, great uncle. My great uncle was the official publicist for the 49ers back in the 50s when they're in Kizar Stadium. Dan McGuire. Here, he wrote a book too. Here, man, I put this book. There's the book. Okay, there, there you book. go. Look at that. Dan McGuire, San Francisco gotcha. 49ers. Yeah, he was the official publicist. I know, I know two Dan McGuires. Yeah. Yeah, there was a Dan McGuire I went to high school with. And there was a Dan McGuire who used to be in my dad's office. He was an attorney. Probably a pretty common name, Dan McGuire. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But this was way back in the day, man. This is back in the 50s. The Niners okay. went Keysar Stadium. And uh, so Dan was covering the Niners. And then are you familiar with uh, the artist uh, Margaret Kane? No. She, you know, she, she paints those paintings with everybody's got really big eyes. And they made that movie Big Eyes. No, okay. maybe I don't know that. Margaret Kane. But nonetheless, he married Margaret Kane, and then she painted the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame portraits of all those 50s Niners, like, you know, White Tittle, Bob St. Clair, cool. Leo Nomalini. Yeah. She, nice. she painted the portraits of those players for the Pro Football uh, Hall of Fame. That is very cool. Very oh, cool. yeah, man. It goes way back. Bob St. Clair used to eat raw steak, Kev. Raw steak. Just, <laughs> just, just completely raw. That's how way that's back. Right. I did not yeah. know that. Are, I mean, crazy. Yeah. He, Bob St. Clair, great guy. Worked for Clover Milk for a bunch of years. <laughs> Six, nine, right? Bob St. Clair. <laughs> Have you hung out in Keysar Stadium? I mean, I've been to St. Keysar Stadium. You're growing yeah, up in the sunset. Oh, yeah. Right? Seriously. Um, we never, we, we, we didn't play my freshman year at Kizar stadium. We played sacred heart at our place, I believe, but, um, Kizar stadium. Yeah. Can thick, thick grass right there on Stanion top of the park Niners home for years and years and years. Yeah. Right on, man. All right. Well, so James D, can... what's your prediction? What's your prediction for Sunday? I'm going to the game. Are you? I'm actually hey. on my way. I'm on my way to the game. I'm ha I'm chilling in my boat right now. Now, what? where are you? What city are you in? <laughs> huh? I live what? in Moab, Utah. So That's halfway right, Utah. to Phoenix, halfway to Phoenix is you're my boat, which is chilling out on Lake Powell down uh, Page, Arizona. And so look I go you. to my boat. I chill on my boat. Oh, look at you. And, you're on the uh, boat right now. I finish the trip and I go down to Phoenix. Are you in a is boat a or a yacht? Yeah, is that is a, a yacht? It's a cabin cruiser, man. How many? What is it? A dinghy or how many? How many no, feet are we man, talking it's here? A thirty-one foot cabin cruiser. Look at I'm you. chilling You're, in the cabin right now. Look at you. Look at you. You're just a man of means. I mean, you just yeah. A, this is yeah. A, look at look at this guy Franco in the green room's going. I don't got a fucking boat. <laughs> But yeah, I'm on my way. I'm going to pop this man. guy. I don't have a boat. This guy's got a I'm boat. I'm going to the game. I'm going to Glendale. Look at Owning you. a boat you in just... Utah is that normal? Because is there a lot of well, water you know, there? Lake Powell is a beautiful lake. It's an unbelievable lake. It's an inland boat. You know, it's a it's yeah, a boat, but there's lakes. Boat. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, for How, sure. It's not. It's not. It's not like. It's not like what Chris Digital Drew's got. He's not. It's not lakes. It's not. Uh, Lake Superior Lake or anything. It's not. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not Lake Michigan. Lake, I should say. 
Lake Erie? <laughs> it's a smaller lake, right? It's a very small uh, lake. It's not a great well, lake. I mean, no, what, what it's not makes that small. Have, we, were, have we ever asked what makes it's a great really lake great? What? What makes a great lake great? Uh, the Great Lakes. What's are the definition flat? between a lake and a Great Lake? <laughs> well, the Great Lakes are huge, man. They're I feel like Digital Drew is going to come in and educate us on the difference between a lake and a Great Lake. <laughs> Digital Drew, I see you in the green room. If you could look up the difference between a lake and a Great Lake, I bet you. I mean, because there's a lot of lakes. I mean, Lake Tahoe, but it's not a Great Lake. But it is a it is a great lake, if you know what I'm saying. But it's just lake not Tahoe one is of nothing the... compared to the Great Lakes. The Great Lakes are massive. That's it's like an ocean almost. Okay. Yeah. It's like an ocean. Look at Kev over there. He's very knowledgeable. He's incredible. <laughs> I've, I've looked at a map before. I've definitely looked at a map before. Come on. <laughs> I just would like to know what's the what what makes a lake great. You know what I mean? All right. This um sucks. James T. Kirk. You got it. One well, last let me one for us. This. Let me finish with one last thing here. Okay, you got the visor okay, going. Okay, I've been practicing since last time. Wait a second, you've been All practicing. Right. I wish I had a drum roll. Where's the drum roll? I've been practicing. This yep. goes out. This is. This goes out. Oh, I gotta get all my black on. I gotta get black on. This goes out to Chase Senior and all the subs Look at, at Eagles now. <laughs> Do you like the laughter on that? Cry, uh, Eagles, cry on the road to misery. Sigh, Eagles, sigh. Blow the big games. One, two, three. Miss them low. Soar them high. And watch your Eagles die. <laughs> bye, Eagles, bye. Debo. James T. Kirk of the NFC. Not done yet. L O S E R S. Losers. Go Niners. James T. Kirk on a boat. Ladies and gentlemen, with the bev, the bev, with a beverage and a lot of passion. A lot of passion. All right. Franco, Franco's sitting there going, I don't have a boat. Maybe I'll just pretend this is a boat. I don't have a rehearsed song to sing. I don't have a song. I don't have a goddamn visor. I'm screwed. But I'm next on the Krug oh, Show. Man. James T, you're killing me right now, my man. I'm sitting <laughs> right here in my 2017 Nissan Sentra. Oh, brother, you kill You just put me in the grave right now. Man, you're getting great reception in the Centra tonight. Uh, what's going down in the Centra? Oh, we chilling right now. You know, we, you know, what I'm saying we're just working on our next move right here. You know, just the uh, daily things. <laughs> Is there any chance that a cop will tip tap on the window and be, excuse me, you uh, in the Centra? What's going on? Why are your lights on? What are you doing in here? Are you watching the Krug show? You know, over here in SoCal, we just don't deal with cops. So I just, you know, I treat him like a fan. There you go. There you go. Look at that. This is Franco's living the dream. Franco, yes, what's sir. on your mind tonight? Uh, Well, I'm going to start out by saying I'm with you, James T. I'm going to be at the game in Phoenix. Look at uh, this. Yes, Two sir. Two callers in a row going to the game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, James T., I'm going to need a ride on that boat. Uh, but 
Uh, anyways, man, now nah, yeah, we're gonna be representing sixty-one percent out there, Niner fans. There you go. It's and, gonna be uh, all Niner fans in the house. Do you have a certain Niner gear that you'll wear to the game? Yeah, man, I got my uh, two thousand five Frank Gore jersey, home nice. jersey, oh, vintage. and uh, the vintage yeah, jersey. man, the Reeboks, the Reebok jersey is nice. where it's at. The Reebok jersey is stitched. They don't stitch them anymore, which is a which is a shame. All the new jerseys are just, you know, they they don't stitch them. It's just the iron on. So uh, you got to get the stitch jersey. But uh, yeah, man, we're gonna be represented out there, and um, hopefully it's gonna be a good game. What's your prediction? Niners gonna oh, win this one? Are they gonna cover? On, you, man. Niners, you give the points. Do you do you take the points? You, it's a lot of points, Kev. What is it? Thirteen and a half. Uh, twelve and a half. I think twelve and a half. Yeah, it's 12 and a half or 13 and a half. It's one of those. Stay away. What do you, how do you, yeah, feel? I, I, I mean, look, I, I got, there's no way I could tease that down a little bit, but there's no way I'm betting 13. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. I mean, as a betting man, it's, though the I'm Niners saying, kick butt there. I know no, they, they don't. always, they don't kick butt. They run away with it at the end. Well, last I mean, game, last we ran game, away with it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Last game, but I'm saying last year was in in Mexico City. In Mexico, Al, we destroyed him against the Cardinals. Is like six and nine straight up. Really? Yeah. Are you sure about that? That's crazy. What's he, what's he done in the last couple of years, though? It seems like they've had ownage. The Probably last better, years. but I'm just saying. I know they Colt McCoy beat him. Oh, it's, a it's a division game. It's twelve and a half. I would just. Oh, I remember watching that Colt McCoy game. I couldn't believe it. Oh, couldn't I know. believe it. Seriously. That was the most ridiculous game. Colt McCoy completed 84% on the road against the Niners. He hasn't looked that good since he was a Longhorn. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, have Actually. have yourself a day. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you run to Vegas, and you just start dropping money down. I mean, it's like, you're hot, right? Just, yeah. just keep it rolling. But who was our DBs back then? Well, do we have a Kello then? Uh, or is it before a Kello? It was two years ago, right? Wait. Wasn't it? Shanahan versus the Cardinals, six and seven straight up, five and seven and one against the spread. But Purdy's two and zero oh straight up. Yes, yeah, come Cardinals. on. He's never lost to the Cardinals. He yeah, never will. Come on. And he it's never like how, will. Yeah. It's like how Cam Newton says it: Brock Parody, Brock Parody. Yeah, Brock I mean, Parody. Seriously, I mean, you know what? It's sad at this point. Anybody who goes to rip uh, Purdy is just doing it for clicks and just doing it for, you know, That's it's a like. Shame. It's, you know, it, literally, they're just doing it for the attention. And I think what I think it is, is uh, I think it's the first pick overall, Cam Newton, shitting on the last pick overall, Brock Purdy. So I think it's a little bit of that, too. He doesn't like to see the young man shine, which is a shame. But um, it's just I don't know, it's a man. bad look for Cam to be ripping. It's a bad look. Yeah. It's a bad look. Seriously, I mean, you're you had your day. You you couldn't beat out Mac Jones in New England last we saw you. Yeah. Your 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 claim to fame is that you fumbled in the Super Bowl and didn't fall on it because you made a business decision. And <laughs> and and it's and that's kind of like your legacy. And Andy was a great player in his day, but I mean to just sit there and be like not define what a system quarterback is. And it's like basically making it seem like Dak and Goff and Tua and Purdy are just along for the ride. Why? Yeah, I mean, I mean, what I under what measuring stick? What's your, what are you judging these guys against? I'd love to know because, um, you know, Prescott's had a tremendous year. Golf has been to a Super Bowl. I mean, Golf's has technically achieved everything that Cam's achieved. Right, right. He went yeah. to a Super Bowl and lost. Cam went to a Super Bowl and lost. 
Yeah, so I don't know why. I don't know why Cam thinks that he's, you know, just on top ripping these guys. And and if you're ripping Purdy at this point, as I would say, as uh, I would agree with Trent Williams, you're not watching the film, bro. You're right. Just not. You're just not. So. It also, it comes I mean, distasteful from him because he's a he's an ex quarterback, so he's kind of saying, "I'm not that," but these guys are, and it's like, okay, yeah, Cam wasn't, but his his career was short lived. So I mean, he he. I don't know. It's just it's all in bad taste. I think it's kind of a bad taste. It's just a bad yeah, look. I mean, I mean, it's like you know what? what suddenly you're you're better than these guys. Right, right. Yeah. It's a shame, man. I, you know, if I'm talking to Brock, I'm saying, hey, if you don't got no haters, you ain't popping. So if you got some haters, that means you there got you some go. right. Quoting on, Robert man. Sala, who was quoting what Roddy Rich or something like that. Something like that. I don't know what the. Yeah. Uh, if you oh, ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Is from what? I don't know. Is that Polo G or I can't remember. Uh, it's not. It it's not Polo G. It's one of those guys. It's not little, the baby. It's not. No. It's. It's a. I think it's, it's like Roddy a, Rich. I think it's. They got a bunch of Lils nowadays. <laughs> That's right. Um, Franco, little this, little that. you uh, you got one more thought on your way out before we get to Digital Drew? Because I see um, I Digital Drew's back there just killing the spread. And yeah. I, I mean, seriously, he's <laughs> he's putting geez. Digital Drew. I mean, save some for Big Mo Easy. <laughs> Big I mean, Mo Easy. Big hey, Mo Easy from Vegas. Real quick, though, I want to give yes. a shout-out to uh, all the callers that call in every week, man. Big Mo Easy, Fozzie out there, James T. Kirk doing the thing, shotgunning and whatnot. Yeah, who man, is – Shout-out to – Where's uh, – The who, show who is, is not there? possible without them. Yeah, man. Yeah. Straight well, up. Call-in show is not a call-in show without the callers, so we always Facts. appreciate – We we encourage people to call in the show. I really do. Love to yeah, see Yeah, seriously. People. We, we we and Mr. Coles. Hopefully, he doesn't get laid off. Oh man! Remember the boss? Yeah, I haven't heard Remember from last him week? yet. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard from him. I'm a little concerned. I yeah, wouldn't mind tough. getting Johnny C from Vegas. Uh, Mr. Blue Magic, Johnny, Johnny call Blue in, Magic. bro. Terra Dome. I mean, we've got quite a few. The guy who makes pizzas in Vegas. Yep, yep. Johnny right. C, man, we need Johnny you, buddy. C. Is epic. I mean, bro, wait a legendary. Second. Since since we have here. Larry, yes, Larry, but Larry, Larry. <laughs> no, but it's but Larry. Here we go. The legend of Johnny C. Let's go to Johnny. Larry, Johnny C. Let me try, Larry. Okay, so Larry, Larry, here's the deal. Larry, Larry, honestly, Larry, Larry. No, but Larry, I gripe here though. Larry, here, Larry, 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 Larry. I mean, Larry. But here's the thing, Larry. What do you think? I think they're gonna sign Jason Peters. How old is he? He's what? he's forty, but he's and Larry, Washington. Larry, much Larry. I mean, Larry. The okay. I wish I could, Larry. Johnny, we're gonna have to jump. Uh, that <laughs> is always absurd to me how how sunburned you are in that video. You're so sunburned. It was a day at camp. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I love Long when days. Johnny Johnny one of those. He's like, he's like kind of breathing into the mic. And kind of, <laughs> Wait, is it, wait, I get, I get one, one more time. Catch the breath there. Catch the breath from Johnny. Let's go to Johnny. Oh, Johnny C. I think, I think Let me try, sign. Larry. Okay, so Larry, Larry, here's the deal. Larry, Larry, honestly, Larry, Larry. No, but Larry, I gripe here though. Larry, here, Larry, Larry. That one, that was the one. The one was Larry. Oh, <laughs> uh, Johnny C. Johnny My C. Gripe, the, Seahawks Larry? Not, the Seahawks signed Jason Peters too. I think he played. They did. <laughs> 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 yeah. Look at that, Johnny C. Oh, man. Johnny C. 
in Vegas. Legend. Call legend. show legend. Call show legend. Absolutely. Shout out to him. So what do you think, Franco? Uh, is this game going to be close? Is it, you think, do you see a blowout and are the Niners going to run the table? Are they going to beat, um, you know, are they going to, are they going to beat the Ravens and Lamar on Christmas night? Yeah, man, for sure. I think, uh, you know, on the Cardinal game first, I think it's, I think we're going to end up running away with it just like we did, uh, last game. I think we're going to end up, it might be a little close first quarter, second quarter, uh, but come third quarter going into the fourth, I mean, it's a hat t-shirt game. That's on, that's on all the Niners players mind. If we, if we close this one out, I'm going to be right. I'm going to jump on the field. I'm going right over that bear. Going to get me a, sh- a hat and t-shirt. I'm going to be representing with the team. Some so, of those I hats mean, are kind of cool. Yeah. Come I on have now, one of those so. hats from years ago, but I, I can't yeah. buy gear now. Now that I'm, now that I'm covering the team, it's unprofessional by gear. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, but what can I say? No, yeah, seriously, if they win this game, they clinch the uh, NFC West, and they're undefeated against the division with one game in the division to go. They went undefeated in the division last year. They're probably going to go undefeated in the division this year. Yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm uh, kind of excited to see how we do a uh, uh, guard uh, Kyler, man. I think it's gonna it's gonna be a show show uh, game to see what we can do up against Lamar coming up. Just like you guys were saying, man, I think it's a good practice game almost in a way, like to see how we could deal with a really elusive runner like kyler you know same same thing with lamar so i think it's gonna be interesting man high scoring uh, low scoring what's your prediction uh yeah i'm gonna go high scoring I'm, i think the niners will go uh, they'll probably put up around 35 35 to 30 low jackson says 37 9 niners all field goals yeah. for for uh the cardinals yeah i i think we i think we could hit that pretty 30 on them for show um but we we'll see, man. I, maybe thirty uh, on them for show. For show, I mean that's. <laughs> I mean, you can, hey, crew, you can take that to the bank, man. Come on, I, cash that. That, that pretty Cha-ching. thirty is coming. That is coming every week. But uh, yeah, man, I think the I think we're gonna be able to cash that one in um, against the Cardinals. And like I said, I'm gonna be on the field, jumping over the barrier, representing with the team. So there I hope go. they do. And uh, against so the Ravens, you're gonna be streaking the field. Is that what you're? you're no, he's not streaking right the field. Well, hold up, hold up now. Come on now, Kev. This is a family show. It's a family it, show. He's not. Streaking. Well, no, I didn't mean like. I didn't mean like dead naked. <laughs> this is a guy who's calling us from inside of a, a Nissan. Right? Nissan Sentra. Yes, sir. we're inside of a Nissan Sentra. You're gonna accuse a man yeah. inside of a Nissan Sentra of <laughs> streaking. What is this? 1968. Yeah, no, poor choice of words there. Yeah, it's a no, family show. Right. Come on, <laughs> Kev. <laughs> I meant run across the field, not naked, bro. Come on. Oh, real. come on. It's a family show. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All right, Franco. Good stuff, man. We will talk to you soon. Have a phenomenal Wednesday night. Good to see you. Yes, Good sir. Good to you see well. the Centra. It's yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. I like what you've done with it. I mean, oh, it's yeah. it's terrific design. I mean, oh, yeah. it's that's looking clean. The Centra's oh, yeah. looking detailed. Look at that. Look at that. Look, Look at that. that. That's come a on, great man. looking just... vehicle. Um, you know what I'm saying? Look at that. I mean, lights on, running the battery down. That's all right. For the Krug show, you got to do it. You got to run that battery down. You got to do what you got to do to make it happen. (laughs) Franco, have a good night, man. We'll talk to you soon. You guys have a good night. Adios. There you go. Franco from the Nissan. You know, we don't do a lot of broadcasts from the car, but we probably should. We probably should. I like it. I like it. A Nissan's a very sen- – it's a car that makes sense. Makes sense. It's a sense. Kev, how's the, how's the Honda CRV doing? Hey, old reliable. That thing runs. That thing no runs. No problem. 
It just runs. It just goes. It's a freaking Honda, baby. Never they just dies. keep on running. You get tired of them before they get tired of you. Yeah. Digital Drew's in the house. We get so out gentlemen. to the Windy City for frostbite. Digital yeah, it's Drew. actually uh, yeah, it sucks out here. It's uh, but I'm I'm building my winter coat thanks to the Chicago style pizza. Ooh, uh, there you go. What's your? Yeah. I'm a I'm a Gino's East man myself. Um, Lou's. What do you What do you go with Lou Malnati? Lou Malnati, and when I'm in the city, Pequods. Okay, I like so Pequods personal. We were. I took Kev to spring training last year, and in downtown Scottsdale, out of nowhere, gigantic Lou Malnati's. Did you grab some? Heck yeah, we some. went Come in on. there. We had deep dish. Oh my god, it was so good. There we go. Had some uh, some some buffalo wings. Uh, it was one of my one of our people better meals. People don't know is that uh, my dad is a definitely he's definitely a buffalo wing. What is it like uh, connoisseur? Aficionado. Like, yeah, you, you yeah. have to try the buffalo wings at pretty much every restaurant we go to. If there's you buffalo wings on there, it. it's like I do want to try them, whether yeah, they you be have naked or breaded. <laughs> Like, why you, get you have menu? some here in the green room. You're ordering the buffalo wings. You're yeah, exactly. The that's why we. That's why we stock the green room with the buffalo. Yeah, wings. but you only have ranch. Where's the blue cheese, Larry? This feels uh, personal. Yeah, seriously, I'm a ranch man myself, and I've signed a contract for uh, the Krug Show to have exclusive ranch um, oh. coverage now. But I could, I could, I know a guy who knows a guy who, who might be able to hook me up with some blue cheese. Nice. Nice. So we've <laughs> we've had a boomer in a boat, a dude in a Sentra with big Sentra energy. That's we've, right. Uh, we've had J- a Johnny C sighting. Right. Sorry, Larry. I don't have a book. I don't have a song. I'm not in a car. No. But I'll, I'll at least you bring are some. A, you are a, a video game, um, you know, um, icon. You know, and, and you work for an iconic video game. There you go. Look at that. There we go. Mortal Kombat. For those who don't know, yeah. Digital Drew joins us from Chicago where they create Mortal Kombat, which is the video game you see over his left shoulder there. And uh, Digital Drew is one of the. How's Mortal Kombat doing these days? You guys making billions? Uh, I wouldn't say billions. It's actually doing really, really well. Working on yeah. a lot of uh, content coming up, and uh, yeah, it's 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 going about as good as can be expected right now. Still well, living the dream. Living the dream. Living. I get to wake up. Season. Yeah, I get to wake up and say, I make video games for a living. I mean, what after are we that, looking at? Is outs- a win. What are we looking at outside today in Chicago? Are, are we? Are, are we talking thirties, uh, forties? Uh, it is right now. It is twenty nine degrees. Twenty nine. Wind chill is about twenty three. What degrees do you finally bust out gloves? Uh, it gets I mean, like, below it, twenty. Need... It gets into the teens. I'll, I'll throw the gloves on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, anything people, other than people that? People on the West no. Coast, if it's like fifty, will wear gloves. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. I, I went to the West Coast and and I saw people walking around in parkas. It was like fifty eight. I'm walking around in just a t shirt because you know coming out of the Midwest, you're like, seriously, dude, this a, is you were in a tank top. You're like, hey, yeah, what the heck? I was like, what the hell, man? Let's go lay out. Uh, yeah. So, Digital Drew, what's your thought on the Niners? They're rolling right now. Are they going to take the Cardinals apart Sunday? Uh, yes. Uh, they're they're going to just absolutely waffle stomp them. Uh, I don't think it's going to be much of a game. I think it's going to be one of those games that I have up on my iPad while I'm watching a bunch of other games at the same time, and I just kind of check in periodically. I don't, I don't see anybody on the Cardinals really uh, posing a threat. 
the Niners figured out how to contain running quarterbacks when they developed a very specific plan for Philadelphia. I think they're going to run that back against Kyler, and I think they're also going to roll it back uh, on Christmas, uh, you know, to to take on Baltimore. Uh, so I think we'll see it. Uh, looking at the film, it looked like they were running, you know, just basically blitz four and have one of the linebackers spy the quarterback or drop into like a, you know, almost like a cover two, but not too deep so they can react. Um, and they're all rushing. They're not, they're staying very disciplined, set the edges. Everybody rushes one. Uh, and if he does squirt out, you know, you had Greenlaw or you had uh, Warner uh, charging down the quarterback and make sure he didn't get away for much. Uh, I think they'll just rinse repeat that against the Cardinals. Uh, they'll also do it against Lamar. So I'm, I'm not really worried. Who do they have weapon-wise? I mean, they got a few decent running backs. Well, they got um, James Conner, right? Yeah. James Conner, and they got Trey McBride, the tight end. Sure. They got Rondell Moore. Um, those are the guys that really stand out. They're really dinged up at the wide receiver core, but we'll see who right. plays. Um, I, I, you know, I just don't – I mean, they're – I know Gannon has, has gotten the most of out of them at times this year. I thought they played the Niners kind of tough, at least in the first half um, in the last game. But, you know, it's it, it, I, I, it's one of those stay-away games as far as the spread because that's just too many points. Uh, you could yeah. get backdoored in that situation. I don't know. Divisional I don't, I, game. Divisional game. Uh, but you know what? I feel better about the Niners playing well there. It seems like the Niners, if they're going to have a lethargic letdown, it's sometimes more at home than on the road. On the road – it's like they're energized by the crowd. They seem like they play with a real attitude on the road. Um, I don't know. They look great against Philadelphia. It's it's and and it seems like they they own the Cardinals on the road. But we'll see, we'll see. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think that I'd love to see Jalen Graham in this game because I know Oren Burks is hurt. Yeah. And Graham had that incredible hit on special teams last week, and I just think that Jalen Graham is special. You know, the same way I thought that Brock Purdy was special, I think Jalen Graham is special. I think he's a kind of guy that if he gets out there and you just give him four or five series in a row, you're never going to want to take him off the field again. I think he's that good of a player. He just hasn't gotten that run this year because they got Greenlaw. They've got, you know, obviously Warner. And then behind them, they you've got veterans like Warren Burks and Demetrius Flanagan Fowles. And then, you, you know, it's like you – They've got layers of linebackers, and they really don't substitute their linebackers. Their linebackers yeah. basically play all, every snap. So, But I'd, I'd love to see them rest Greenlaw a little bit and lean on Graham and Winters in this final stretch and see if they can get through a couple games um, and give Dre some ability to freshen up. I think the Niners' exactly chances right. of winning the Super Bowl – really are have a lot to do with getting to the playoffs with a fresh green law. I 100% agree. And the my biggest concern out of this game isn't win or, lo, uh, win or lose. It really is about health. Uh, this game and then leading up to the, the Baltimore game, we have to keep an eye on health. And I think now is the time where I wish Shanahan would get a better rotation across the entire thing. I want to see Mason. Uh, let's get Ronnie Bell out there. Let's let's spell some people. Uh, you know, uh, Beal. Let's let him dress and get him out there, because you're still going to have injuries, and you're going to need all 53 going into the playoffs. So let's get him a lo- uh, get our vets a little rest. Let's get the uh, 
you know, the fresher players out there. Let's get some reps under their belt. And we can have a more complete push into the playoffs instead of limping in or just praying that people stay healthy. Uh, and I know that with Shanahan's history, he doesn't want to take his foot off the pedal. But at the same time, you got to do this very intelligently. And to do that, you're going to have to dip into your roster and let people play. So if come second half, they're up by three scores. I don't want to see CMC on the field. I don't want to see Ayuk on the field. Let's start getting people in there. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, give me, give me a little Ronnie Bell. Give me a little, uh, you know, you know, um, just anybody but um, CMC. I mean, I, I'd be fine with anybody at this point, but I'd love to see JP Mason. To me, Mason is the guy that they they need to bust out. They need to see him bust out. Um, and then also Kittle. I mean, you don't have a backup for Kittle if you're not going to sign Ertz. That's really dangerous so i'd like to see them start to kind of baby kittle a little bit in the final stretch of the season just simply because they don't have the way their depth chart falls it's the one spot where they don't have anybody that even approaches kittle behind him you know so um if you can get if you can get ahead in these games take him off the field and use some of your other players yeah, absolutely. You get, you got to cut these guys' breaks. And it's getting to the point in Kittle's career, and I am donning the 85 here. Uh, it's getting to that point in his career that every time he touches the ball and starts to run downfield, it looks like a senior citizen who's just stumbling down some stairs. That I mean, he's, he's a little worse for wear. When you have that physical style of play, you pay for it in your longevity. And we have to be aware of that. And that goes for CMC, it goes for Debo, and it goes for Kittle specifically. And we have to keep those guys healthy. Otherwise, we saw what happened in that three-game stretch when we were missing one of those weapons. It's the, What puts the stress on the defense is needing to account for all those different options. It's kind of the way Curry being on the floor with the Warriors spreads the floor all those weapons being on the field spreads the field. It creates pockets. It creates space. And Shanahan talked about that, right, of attacking space. If those guys aren't healthy, you don't have the space. So they need to be aware of that. Uh, you saw Draymond Green's uh, hit on uh, on Nurkic, did you not? Uh, his uh, karate chop? Yeah, yeah his well, backhand? His, 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 one, his, uh, yeah, his roundhouse or whatever the heck you want to call that. Um, yeah, you know, so the Warriors uh, have problems these days for sure. Th- Did they you know, do. Drew, yeah, the Warriors are they're struggling and they don't know what they're going to do with Clay. They don't know what they're going to do with Green and Green's losing his mind. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's tough times uh, here in yeah. Golden State. Did hey, you know, quick... go ahead? Go one last one. Yeah, go ahead. yeah, yeah. One quick thing. Cam coming out talking about system quarterback, game manager. Hey, Cam, you're not in the league because you can't manage a game. All right, it was embarrassing to see you come out and trounce all of these quarterbacks, and it really smacked of jealousy. Like, there's still a part of you that thinks you should be in the league. Just sit down and shut up, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's like you have your time. You're right because this. I think he was trying to get into the league this year. Like this year, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and this is a down year for quarterbacks, and everyone knows that. And he couldn't. He couldn't get in. So. Uh, couldn't find a place. It's just, it, it, it's find just a place. bad taste. It's just bad taste coming from a guy like that who tried to be, who tried to play this year and is trying to then discredit the, some of the best quarterbacks in the game right now. It's just, it's just bad. Yeah, taste. yeah. You know when um, what's his name? Uh, sorry, he's on uh, first take now. Skip Sherman. 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 Sorry, Sherman. 
Sherman, when he first started moving into the uh, you know pundit side, into the media side, he still had a little bit of that in the back of his head that he might be able to play. He didn't fully embrace his new job until he like fully retired, walked away, and wrote off the game. I don't think Cam is there yet. And you could see that in kind of the angst and anger that he had in his voice when he was saying it. Like, basically, the, you know, these guys aren't that good. I'm better than that. And you could see that competitive edge still in him. I understand where it comes from. but And I know he was just on a podcast, but, man, they rolled that clip out. And all hell's been breaking loose against him as a result of it. But well, um, come yeah, on, man. I mean, it, just, it's, it looks it's a bad look. It's a bad look for him. Digital Drew, have a great night, man. Thanks for jumping in, man. We'll talk to you soon. Later. Digital Drew in Chicago. Big Mo Easy. We get out to Vegas for a man who's on his patio right now as to not disturb his girl. Man, let's just say this, man. We had Bolts, we had Nissan Sentras, and now we got a porch. There you go. On the porch. It was going downhill, guys. The man on the porch so he doesn't bother his lady. You know what? It's just so I can talk yes, man. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, bro, man, I'm so glad to be on you guys' show as always, man. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Uh, I don't know what happened last week, bro. My f- battery died on my phone or something, man. I That's all right. We figured, uh, you know, the somehow somebody got you. No, oh, Big Mo, I actually, I remember this. You you were like, oh, shit, my phone died. And then you just disappeared. I, I think I dropped the F-bomb. I was like, oh, no. And then my boy was like, bro. I think I think they heard you dropping the f bomb when your phone died, and I was like, "Oh no, that's terrible! Look, man, that's a terrible look. It's a family show. It's a family show. It's a family no, show. It's a, it's a family show." Kev made his bed tonight. I mean, let's come on. It's it's amazing. Kev didn't, Kev didn't make that bed, man. One of them little girlies he got coming over his. <laughs> She was <laughs> if he's got girls in that room, my wife would freak. Oh my god, she <laughs> there'd be small. the end of it. It'd be the end of Kev. There'd be be no Kev as part of the uh, the call-in Wednesday night show. Big Mo, how are you feeling about Niners-Cardinals come Sunday? Man, I'm feeling great about the matchup, especially because it's going to be a good prep game going against Arizona. Like you guys just stated earlier, you know, Kyler, Lamar, similar similar styles. They definitely got the speed, similar speed. You know what I mean? So it's going to be a good warm-up for the Ravens. I think we should be able to take Arizona. Um, like I said, you know, we always struggle against uh, mobile quarterbacks. So hopefully this time around, you know, um, you know, we'll be good. I, I see us being pretty solid. I, I don't see us having so many problems with this. Kyler is going to be a difficult guy to corral, though. I mean, it's just it's just he's just not an easy guy to tackle. He's just not an easy guy to account for. He is a wild card. I mean, anytime you play him, he moves around so well. That you know, it's like it, it is a concern. I do think the 49ers will win and probably win convincingly. But if you told me that he made a bunch of miracle plays and kept it close, I wouldn't be shocked. And I was just about to say that it's the uh, you know, the comparison to a Lamar and Kyler, how they both have the speed, yet they can both hit the off schedule plays because of the speed that they offer. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like you said, man, I mean, it's gonna be a test for the next two weeks, but I'm feeling good about it, man. Like, we clicking right now, I like it. What team do you think, if you were to guess, would be the team that the Niners would get in the in the Super Bowl? Oh, you I mean none of these teams are looking. None of these AFC teams are looking like 
you know, like they're the team. Miami just lost to Tennessee. Um, and then you look at Kansas City. Kansas City doesn't look right. And then you look at Baltimore, and they just gave up 31 at home to the Rams. And Kyron Williams ran for over 120 yards against them. Buffalo doesn't look like a, a championship team. Um, it's weird. It's like I'm looking at all these teams, and I'm thinking, man, the AFC's loaded with all these monster teams. And as we get closer to the playoffs, they all look like they're just kind of fizzling out. Who do you believe in in the AFC? You know what? Honestly, um, Ravens is still going to be pretty much the biggest one because, you know, as far as for the defense, I mean, I think they got the solid D. Um, I was really thinking Miami before Monday, man, but wow. You know, it really showed that they're uh, they're hurting on their defense. You know, uh, that injuries that they're uh, acquiring down there is really taking its toll on the linebacker core. You can see it with the Titans game, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I honestly, I still think it's the Ravens, you know, um, that's what, that's what I feel, but you know, but everybody was uh, popping off this year talking about AFC this, AFC that, you know what I mean? And like you said, man, like looking at it outside, looking in, it's like, dude, AFC looking hella down this year. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, it looked like the whole AFC ain't got their stuff together between like the injuries to major quarterbacks and just like, you got Josh Allen fighting with Diggs, you know what I mean? Like, their whole thing is all screwed up, you know? You got Mahomes throwing temper tantrums on the sideline, you know what I mean? Their whole thing is, like, screwed up right now, you know? It's like, it's, it's crazy over there in the AFC, but you know what? Hey, that benefits the Niners, baby, let's go! You know what I'm saying? Seriously, I mean, I don't. I personally, I don't care if all the contenders evaporate and the Niners win you know, in a walk on, on you know, nobody's going to remember in 20 years if, uh, you know, how competitive the Super Bowl was. I'd be more than happy to blow somebody out and get that six Lombardi. That's what I'm talking about, man. I've been I've been hungering for a six one. So, you know what? I'm actually one of these Niner fans that I've been blessed to actually see all five Super Bowl wins. You know how what I mean? That? How about that? And, and you know what? There's a lot of fans out here that rep the team that cannot say that. And I want one for them. You know what I'm Kev's saying? Never seen, Kev's never them. seen one. That's what I'm saying, man. We want one for Kev, baby. Come on, baby. Let's yeah, do go. it for me. I, I, I've seen do two it losses. for Kev. Yeah, that's that right. He's I've seen, seen two losses. How old were you when the Niners lost to the Ravens? What was that, 2011, 12? 2013, January of 2013. 2013 I was 11 years old. Yeah, man. I've been a fan since six years old, man. My grandmother got me uh, into Niners football. God rest her soul. She loved uh, Joe Montana. And I've been a Niner fan ever since, man. I'm 49 this year. So I'm going to tell you, it's like this, Larry. It's destiny. 49 years old. 49ers coming to Vegas, where I live. And they're going to take the whole fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Let's Big go. Big Mo easy. Big Mo, have a good night, man. Hey, Larry, wait. Before I go, right quick, can yes. I say something real fast? One more thing. Oh. I just want to give you flowers right quick, man, because you know what? You were super right on Purdy, and bro, people giving you heat on IU, bro. You was right on, you was right on on I on IU too, bro. Straight up, because you know what? I knew IU was gonna be something out of Arizona State, and I'm so glad the Niners picked him up, bro. And you were sticking up for him. You was right again, bro. So you know what? Two times being right, you the man, Larry. Pick it up, pickle. I'm wow. Pick it up, pickle. Big Mo, easy. Love Big Mo. Love Big Mo out in Vegas. He is fantastic. I have, to, I have to drop at nine. So if you want to do this next call real quick, we'll do it quick. Chris Barber. Four minutes. Chris, Chris, Kev's got to go in a couple minutes. How you doing tonight? Doing all right. Can y'all hear me, fellas? 
We got you tonight. We got yeah. you. All right. Cool deal. That's what I'm talking about, fellas. We're doing all right. How you doing? What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I just wanted to uh, talk about how I've noticed that Kyle Shanahan, uh, he, Kyle Shanahan, has, I've never seen him show this much emotion this year. With the on team. the sideline in the game, you mean? On the sidelines in the games. Uh, it seems like he finally has a quarterback that lives and breathes uh, football. Because I think the problem with Jimmy G, when he left the building, he left the building. You know, he wasn't available. And, right. You know, on, on certain times that you need your quarterback to be committed. And I don't feel that uh, Jimmy G was committed. I, you know, I don't nothing against Jimmy because Jimmy was a good good player, but I just think I think Brock and the way he continues to improve and the way he's playing the quarterback position, combined with their weapons and their defense, has given everybody in this organization, everybody in the fan base, everybody just a just a little bit more bounce, a little more bounce this year because they just have this belief that Brock's going to get it done. So I and I think Shanahan's included in that. Shanahan feels that momentum. I really believe it. But you got to look at it, you got you to look at it this way: that uh, you know, uh, everybody said uh, that Kyle Shanahan couldn't win without uh, Jimmy G. You know, the, everybody knew the record before Brock Purdy, and right. I think that kind of handicapped the team to where. Uh, Jimmy G had uh, a little bit of power over the team because he was like, what, what have y'all won before me? You know what I'm saying? So I think uh, that kind of breeded a little resentment with Kyle Shanahan until uh, Rock Purdy came along. I, I think the resentment came from the fact that Kyle's a football lifer and Jimmy G's a guy that's like, when, I, when I'm when i off, I'm off. I'm not answering my phone. I'm not – like Jimmy G had this kind of like – this ego about him where he, when he was, when he wasn't playing football, he wasn't talking to nobody. Like he wasn't, he wasn't answering the phone. Like that was a reported thing, but Kyle Shanahan's like a football lifer and he, they just probably didn't see eye to eye on that. Hey, uh, Hey Chris, what's the, what's the hat? What does the hat say? It's a, it's a sharp look, the pink hat. <laughs> hey, y'all might, y'all might not like this one. Here we That's, go. What does that say? What does that say? It's blurry. It's say make America great again. What does that say? <laughs> Get a little closer. Get a little closer. Can we see a little closer? Yeah. You know, uh, I, I just think I think that we're in a good spot this year. We had our struggle. We had our three-game stretch to where we struggled, and uh, people was doubting us and doubting uh, what we can do. But I think it's uh, based in – it's a lot of money to be made off of Brock Purdy. Talking negative about him, talking about him. Uh, 49ers content creators. I see a lot of 49er content creators, more than I've ever seen. <laughs> and a lot of them, you know, saying, I think Brock Purdy is the captivating figure that people can't stop talking about, good or bad. It's you like know what it is? It's you a, don't he, want to go away. He's let, he's making those. We're finding out which content creators can backpedal. Hey, <laughs> hey, Chris, good to see you, bro. Have a good night. You know what? Appreciate you. And Niner fan to finish. Niner fan, we only got a minute, about a minute. Hey, how's it going, guys? Where are you calling from? How you doing? Uh, San Jose. San Jose, San Jose how you doing? You say hi to Kev, the great Kev's in the house. Niner nice fan, you what's guys? up, bro? Yeah, I've been listening to you this whole season. It's my first time calling in, so. Appreciate that. Is that a Croatia flag cool. behind you? Yeah, it is. I'm Croatian. 
Yeah. Nice. Uh-oh, <laughs> but, uh oh, your light went out. Oh, sorry. Here, here we go. But uh, I, I was just calling because a lot of people have been talking about Brock Purdy, and I've been I listen to like a lot of the shows like th- when I'm driving around throughout the day, like the national media stuff like that. And for me, growing up a 49er fan, like I've gone through Alex Smith. I, like as a little kid, I was like, he's going to be the guy. He's our first, you know, first pick. <laughs> right. He, you know, he obviously like I, I think I wasn't a big fan of his ended up. And then Kaepernick, same thing. Jimmy G, same thing. Trey Lance, same thing. And so th- just in my, my two eyes from what I've seen, I, this is the first time where I've actually been like, okay, this guy could actually be something. So I just, I think it's interesting how I feel like a lot of those other guys had a lot more slack. They kept getting chance after chance. But Purdy, who is the only one that's actually in the NFL showing anything, is like really high level elite stuff is the one that people just keep crapping on constantly. It's amazing, too, because he's playing at such a high level right now. And it's 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 kind of been a little bit of a distraction, um, you know, that uh, that so many people are going at Brock. But you know what? In a way, it's great because he's the kind of guy that really has gotten to this point playing with a huge chip on his shoulder and it just adds to the chip and it's funny when people doubt him the guy people around him are like good doubt him some more doubt him some more uh because the guy really plays sharp football when he's focused determined and kind of pissed and so you know what um i think i think he's won over his teammates he's won over the fan base he's won over the fans that really were rooting hard for trey lance and yeah didn't understand who he was and I think he's won over Shanahan, the coaching staff, and and pretty soon he'll win over all these people um, who doubt him. Um, and ultimately, you know what? Richard Sherman said it best. If this guy can be standing in the winner's circle on Super Bowl Sunday, he'll just take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's, it's, he, it, you know, this whole debate of is he legit, is he not? They're going to be saying that as he's holding the Lombardi trophy. Ha. <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. I, I'm the same with Kev. I've never seen him win, so I'd like to. I definitely like to cross that off the bucket list. Niner so, fan, have a great night, man. Appreciate you, you jumping in and uh, do it again. We'll love to see you again. Yeah, nice to meet you guys. There you go, Niner fan. All right, Kev. Thanks to New York style Italian sausage. Thanks to uh, Marin Auto Glass. Thanks to Underdog Fantasy and Mojo Fantasy. Make sure you check us out as well in Corte Madera. We're going to be there on Sunday for the watch party, 341 Corte Madera Town Center. Uh, stop by, watch some Niners, have some barbecue, have a beer, maybe go Christmas shopping for a couple hours. We're going to be doing the post-game show there, hopefully, if the uh, Wi-Fi works. And uh, we're fired up. We're fired up. We're, Kev's going to be there. My family's going to be there. A lot of friends will be there. Uh, stop by, say hello, and uh, – you're a follower of the Krug show. Stop by, stop by. We'd love to meet you and, and uh, have a beer with you. So I'm actually genuinely interested. I'm interested to see who's coming to this. We have no idea who, who who's coming. We didn't, we don't have like an Evite system. Like we're just saying like, Hey, come. And if you want to come, we're having, we're fun. there and we're going to be there and there, and we're going to be there all day. We're going to be there uh, drinking beers and having some barbecue. And I'll say this. I'm kind of ordinary to meet. Kev's kind of interesting to meet. It should be interesting to see who shows up. And the barbecue is phenomenal. Phenomenal. You can't beat the barbecue. The barbecue is second to none. Yeah. So Good stop barbecue. by, have some barbecue, and um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Dusty Gold to buy Larry a drink. Before I, before I dip out. Damon's going to be there, I believe. 
two announcements. One wait a is second, before you couple- do, before you oh, wait, before you do, we got one super here from Davis who says we needed to remind people Purdy's numbers would be much greater than Dak if we left Purdy in the game while we while we are destroying teams. I get it. I mean, Brock Purdy's been, I think, has the fewest fourth quarter uh, passing attempts in the NFL. So you're 26th. absolutely right. Yeah. Oh, he's 26. Um, he was dead yeah. last for a while. Um, Go ahead, Kev. I'm sorry. Two announcements. Two announcements. One, I've seen a couple of people say, well, how do I call in? If you're listening to this and you're wondering how you call in, there's a link in the chat. We're not taking any more calls tonight, but every Wednesday we do the show. Um, and there's a link in the chat, and that link takes you to a, like a video call. So that's how we do the calls. Uh, second, next Wednesday there will need, there won't be a call-in show, but we'll probably do it on Friday or Saturday. So just see, wait for that announcement. And then additionally, uh, I just want to promote our members only. I just started releasing, uh, you know, quick. You get content like before other people. Uh, some of the stuff like the recordings that we don't post, you can get them. So basically, you just get more content. Uh, so we're gonna be pushing that. And then obviously check out the Spotify, uh, the socials, check all the links in the description, uh, check out Mojo Fantasy, check out Underdog Fantasy, promo code Krug, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Good stuff. I think I took down the banner. There we go. There we go. The wrap, the wrap. Uh, but thanks to all of our sponsors and thanks to all you guys in the chat. Thanks to our callers. Kev, good to see you. Um, we'll see you soon. Like maybe. In five minutes or so. I'll see you down the hall. See ya. I'll see you in the hallway, man. And you better have my money. All right. Everybody have a good night. Appreciate you supporting the Krug Show. Peace.